Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 218 i think that's right yeah that's right i had to make sure i checked my agenda i'm all over the map this morning it's a beautiful monday to be alive the rest is up to me and the i'm choosing to spread positivity thanks for stopping by on this beautiful monday of bets now we have a loaded show to get into plenty of insights plenty analysis and more than enough rabbit holes and we all can count combined together but before we get into all of that please take a few moments too smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the ttl pod on if you are watching on youtube you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew or if you're watching on one of our social media platforms make sure you hit that like button that follow button there so you never miss any of our additional social media content or if you're listening to the show on your favorite podcast directory make sure you hit that subscribe button there too as we do release the audio of every episode episode after each live show is complete next item up on the docket you can be so kind you can find it in your heart to do so while you're watching today's show hey hit that other like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live hey maybe uh leave us a comment we'd love to uh connect with you here live on the show or uh hit that share button too send it on over to your brothers sisters mothers fathers aunts uncles friends enemies neighbors people who live on the opposite side of the damn globe as you but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL Pod. And we can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over down there to this episode's description where you will locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will locate the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us for, once again, the TTL Pod, episode number 218. I am your humbled, honored, hyped and always handicapping host, Colton, Captain Colt Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out with me and my partner, get some picks, get some insights, as I already said, and most importantly, have some laughs, have a uh, little bit of motivation, get that... Uh, a bit of a mental vacation here over the next hour and a half, if you will. So without further ado, my friends, I don't see him on the screen down there, so I'm wondering what he's got cooked up this morning. Please help me welcome in the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and you best not ever forget, the TTL Cruise resident South Sider and Cheesehead faithful himself, Mr. Riley, Armax. 
Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal, as I unmute your mic and hit different buttons at the same time? <laughs> my man, I am doing fantastic. You uh, took away a little bit of my element of surprise there. I was trying to uh, do the old uh, Collins were sliding on, uh, you know, elevated times two or three there. And, uh, you know, probably a good thing you had my mic, mic muted was a little, uh, little louder than I was expecting over here. But hey. I'm doing fantastic, my man. How are uh, how are your th- how are things on your side? How was the weekend? All things considered, how was it? Doing spectacular, man. I accidentally uh, hit the right click, so I was trying to fucking unmute it with the left <laughs> click, but hitting other tabs on the right click. So I'm all over the map here this morning. But spectacular, hell of a weekend. Uh, Saturday, kind of uh, to follow up since the l- last time you guys saw us, a uh, cup of Joe on campus. Uh, didn't have the best college basketball Saturday. Mags had a pretty solid basketball Saturday. Then I rebounded yesterday, big time. Went five and two. Uh, Mags did just about. Did you have anything major on college? No, you didn't like yesterday's slate. I right. you don't typically bet on those teams. So I got myself back in order and uh, didn't have to get myself back in order from UFC, my friends. I told you two weeks off and I am ready to rock and fucking roll. Uh, almost had the clean sweep, five and two, up about four and a half units on the weekend. So oh, yeah, a couple yeah. of solid plus money poly caches. I am feeling good and back in action about UFC. Did you play any of those or uh, what'd you end up doing? Dude, I ended up doing the, uh, uh, I'm blanking on his name already, whoever opened up the card that we talked about a little bit on Saturday. That one, yeah, uh, Mr. Gordon. Hell yeah, dude. Ma- Malcolm X Gordon. Hell yes, yeah, sir. dude. That was a nice one. Yeah, I mean, uh, made pretty uh, slight work of that dude. Oh. Well, not not how I saw it not shaking quite. out. I didn't think right, he was going right, right. to snap his arm in a half guard uh, cinched up against the cage. But hey, I mean, either way, it got the ticket to the pay window. Oh, yeah. We cashed plus 245 to start the night, baby. And it was just whew, up from there on out. Uh, outside of that, man. Nothing major, dude. I just uh, just kind of sat back, watched some sports. Uh, not a not a major cleaning weekend for me. Didn't have a whole bunch of shit to do. Uh, what about you? What, what's, what's else going on with you? A little golf action. Ended up going one and two on my plays this past weekend, oh, dude. Fuck. So three I, and three on the year. I said, where the fuck did you go golfing over the weekend? No, 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 you said no, no, a little no, golf no. action. Like, where oh, in yeah. the quick, world did you go golfing? Quick 10-hour drive down south. You know how it is, dude. Um, no, no. Uh, one on two on the uh, the Pebble Beach. Uh, exciting tournament to watch. Justin Rose had uh, him. Uh, I needed three top 20s. Two of the three were active yesterday. Uh, Fitzpatrick took care of business, plus 170 winner, and then Rose tied for 20 coming in, tied 21st coming into the day, absolutely fell completely apart. I'm pretty sure of all the people that made the cut, he ended up finishing like second to last. So rough day uh, for him yesterday, but it was still a fun one, man. Sure. Uh, took a little uh, sprinkle on uh, old Speether to win, so uh, also fell apart there at the end, but uh, you know, still exciting. Hey, is what it is, man, but uh, what'd you say, one and two? Uh, one and two, can- so three oh. and three on the year now. Hey, either way, no harm, no foul. Let's see, what's my man got? Thanks for keeping me off Oklahoma game and the Indiana game. You say me, yeah, we'll pop it up here real quick. Shout out our guy Chris. 7-2 on the weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thanks for keeping me off Oklahoma. I told you, partner couldn't stay off. He got involved with Oklahoma and got smacked (laughs) in the teeth. Uh, Indiana as well. I stayed away from that one. And then, hey, appreciate you, and you better believe it, baby. Let's cash some tickets on this beautiful Monday. All right, um, before we dive into it, because we got plenty to get into today, let's just uh, check this box off the list here first oh sure raise sure, them sure. up high my friends i didn't waste any time here today to me oh easy we got electronics calm down <laughs> to I, you had my slide and had to make sure i, I had i like double check my path like three different times like am i about to destroy Ooh. everything i've got going on here or no i'm about messed it up okay uh take your sip and uh be right back all righty mm. okay 
So, me and Mags, uh, we got four plays today. Uh, four best bets all the way across the board. Um, he's got one college basketball, uh, the biggest game on tap today. If you don't know what that is, stick around. You'll find out shortly. He's got one NBA play, too. I got two mid-major college basketball games. Who would have thunk? Mid-major king has entered the chat. And, you know, it's been a while since we have got truly mad on uh, Monday Madness Parlay, you know. Ooh. And today, my friends, we are going fucking insane. I'm telling you, your brain might be oozing out of your ears by the time we get done with the special play today. So stick around. We'll dish that out. We got Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. Uh, actually, a little swaction matchup. A little uh, Prairie View A&M, Florida yes, A&M. That uh, piques my partner's interest. You know him, the swaction man himself. We'll talk about a couple of key things. Um, yeah. Yeah. Stick around hey, for the well, second half. Stick around for the second nonsense. half of the show. We, we ain't... Uh, Ain't nothing crazy quite yet, but uh, stick around second half of the show. Outside of that, partner, before we get this proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks, anything else from your side of the screen, late breaking news, sports, gaming, anything in between? It's fucking Super Bowl week, dude. It's fucking Super Bowl week. <laughs> it's fucking Super Bowl week, dude. Hey, shout out all of our guys out there. We got Consig yeah, out there dude. in L.A. Shout out Ben Scott Stevens. Dottie uh, right side, Kevin, Kevin Walsh. Walsh. Our fucking guys. All of them out there. We wish we would have been able to make the trip, hang out with you guys. But enjoy it. Enjoy the Rays. We'll hold it down here in uh, snowy, uh, windy city. Uh, we'll promise we'll, we'll, we'll hold it down here for you. And then uh, we'll think of you in heart. We wish you were here. Wish you were enjoying this weather with us. But, hey, we understand. So <laughs> have a great time out there, guys. We'll see you soon. Only a few short weeks coming around from March Madness, baby. But either way, yeah, we got uh, we got one hell of a, a week to get through here too. Also, so you got me in another rabbit hole, Mags. Uh, our guest of the day for Wise Words this week is actually the first time we're going to a volume two. I won't tell you who the return guest is, but we just might talk with him a lot. And we're going to have some Super Bowl angles on that. He'll probably give out some props, some picks he's already looking at. We'll talk about college basketball. We'll talk about NBA. These volume twos, and I'll, I'll talk about it obviously on Wise Words when I uh, introduce everybody, but these volume twos are going to be more of, hey, you already know the guy. You already know their thoughts and opinions, how they bet. You've been able to follow him because of us. Now... Let's kick back and have some conversations because we're all, we're all really tight now and we have a great friendship. So that's kind of how these are going to be centered around more of uh, just current events, current sports, current markets we're finding value in and just have some fun and dive into rabbit holes. So make sure you tune into that uh, this upcoming Wednesday. Wise words drop in 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. But we'll talk about that, that on the second half of the show for now. Cut the nonsense, quit the drama, and stop the banter. You could go to every other sports media outlet and get. Well, actually, not really, because uh, we need that. That's what makes us unique, and that's what makes us the TTL pod. So without further ado, get your rabbit hole diving shorts on, if those are even a thing. I don't know, but I'll tell you what, we're going to get plenty of them today. Get up on the diving board high for the first segment of the day. Our mags best bets of the day, partner. Let them rip. Let them have it. And as always, on this gorgeous Monday of bets, you have the floor. I appreciate you, my man. Write that bad boy down. A rabbit hole diving shorts. Maybe not that exact name. There's something there. There's something there, right? Hold on a minute. I just had chubbies, right? Chubbies, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That style. Chubbies. Summer <laughs> rabbit hole diving shorts. You, wear, you can wear them to the book, and you can walk right out to Circus Stadium Swim. Rabbit Hole Diving Shorts at Talking Line Podcast 2022. I don't know. We'll talk about it. We'll discuss Something it. There. I'll write this down. I'll Something. do some brainstorming. As I do, partner, I'm going to flip you over here. 
Okay. Let them have your best bets of the day. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you mentioned it, my dude. Uh, first game I'll go to college basketball. Biggest game of the night uh, as far as the national scape is going. Kansas at the Texas dude, Longhorns. I just yeah, I, yeah. I, I got it. I got it. Go I ahead. Got go it. ahead. I got it. Something because I talked about this with my brew, my brew crew that we needed to do in our yeah, Discord, yeah. and we're doing this in the fucking talk board now. From here on out, I'm going to make a channel right now while you're talking. I'm going to make it quotes from the TTL pod. And okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna toss the quotes like all the funny shit that we can't ever remember we talked about but we laughed so hard on the show that's where it's going that's where okay. it's going so rabbit yeah. hole diving shorts about to be the first installment check out chalkboard on my hat yeah. before we get into another fucking rabbit hole partner let him have your bet we'll talk about it 100 percent well that's our first task for whenever we get our first actual intern that uh, uh, on top of the other say things that we already say oh intern take care of this yeah. those uh-huh. things uh-huh. and then this that's the uh-huh. other thing yeah 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 uh-huh. Okay, so biggest game of the evening, Kansas at Texas. Big Monday, Ooh. partner. Big Monday is what they uh, call these Mondays, as you know. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not going to the spread in this one. Uh, just saw both these teams uh, in action this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the under partner. I caught it at 133.5. It is continuing to drop, my friend. I am seeing down in certain spots to 131.5. I know uh, you're a little concerned about this one, partner, but uh, and maybe down at this number, I would be a little more tentative than where I caught it and where we opened up at for sure. Um, I would still take it down to 130. Uh, I think this is going to be more of a defensive game than where uh, than people are realizing here. Texas, first of all, number one in the country, partner in points per game allowed anywhere. First of all, 54.9, and at home also number one, down to 48.9 points per game. They're holding people under 50 points per game allowed at home. Uh, 51 or less in their last four home games. Uh, second of all, Tennessee uh, top 30 AOE team uh, is one of those teams as well, that SEC matchup there. Um, and I think they match up well with Kansas and can slow down Oche Abaji. Uh, first of all, obviously the most important factor for Kansas's offense. So I don't think Texas is going to have too many problems there. And then on the flip side, I've mentioned it now a couple times. I believe I mentioned it on Saturday with Kansas. I'm starting to see something with this Kansas defense, and they showed it against Baylor 100%, man. They locked them down 40 minutes the entire game. Uh, they're 66 in the country, effective field goal percentage allowed at 47%. It's down to 44% over the last three games, and that actually includes that game uh, against Kentucky. So over those last two, after that Kentucky game, something clicked or they put some type of emphasis on their defense, uh, and it's starting to show over these last couple of games, especially there on Saturday against Baylor. Um, I personally see this. I told you, 65-62 type game. Maybe it gets a little sweatier than that, but I think this is going to be more defensive than people are expecting five and two to the under last seven following a straight up win um is texas and six and one last seven as a home dog four and one last five versus a team with a win percentage above 600 so a few under trends in this one partner um 131 and a half i guess that might be my threshold of where i would take it actually so be a little tentative if it goes down even farther than that uh but nonetheless bet number one of the day kansas and texas i caught a 133 and a half under go ahead and uh, take it 131 and a half under i wouldn't go past that though partner what about you i wouldn't go past 133 to tell you the truth okay. because this already dropped down from 137 at open so how much more are you willing to go down from that i don't think anymore i think you caught it at, at probably the last value that it was going to have at the 133 i was even a little bit tentative on that this morning i know i kind of mentioned to you pre-show but i was even a little tentative on that this morning because i looked at it and it was like wow they're getting 98 percent of money right now it just it just felt like that under was just such a severe monetary like public play and i, I just decided to stay out of the big 12 but uh hey 
I uh, like where your head's at. I like what you're doing. I think you got the right side, the right value, but eh, be a little tentative for me. But, hey, it's not my play. It's Mag's play. First best bet of the day, Kansas, Texas, under 133. Partner, what do you got from the NBA hardwood? All right, headed over there to the old great state of Utah. I am Uh going to the Knicks and Utah Jazz. And I'm actually taking the New York Knicks plus. I caught them plus eight and a half. I'm seeing down to eight, seven and a half, and seven across the board. Uh, a little huh? bit differing on different markets. I like that. Um, if you can catch the eight, definitely get it over there. Uh, still no Rudy Gobert for the Utah Jazz, my friend. And I've talked about them over the last couple of weeks. They've still been overvalued despite that. They have gotten Donovan Mitchell back. Uh, but these last two wins that they've got is causing them to be, uh, once again, overvalued. Pretty severe, severely, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, last two wins they got last two games that's against the nuggets without nikola Jokic, uh 108 104 that is a uh brutal team without nikola Jokic, to say the least that man should be an mvp candidate for sure uh and then take down the new uh the brooklyn nets excuse me as six and a half point five and a half point favorites 125 to 102 and that's are in fucking shambles right now they had no james harden um they've got essentially kyrie irving and a g-league team around them right now so i'm uh, essentially calling fooey to these last two wins partner uh because their defense is still extremely flawed without rudy gobert they've lost uh entering those two games they had lost five straight and it was because of what they did defensively and now you've got this New York Knicks team who actually offensively has been playing a little bit better. Uh, but people see how them primetime Saturday night choke against the Los Angeles Lakers in the fourth quarter. And I understand, but they were dominating that game for 40 minutes or so, uh, give or take. And I think they're going to that one's going to be out of their mind pretty quickly. And they're going to get back to playing well offensively here, exploiting this bad Utah Jazz defense without Ruby Gobert. Uh, the Knicks trend-wise here offensively, or excuse me, not offensively, just overall, 5-1 and one last 6 on Monday, partner. So good Monday trend here, believe it or not. 8-3 and three last 11 uh, following an ATS loss. So when they fall uh, against the number, they tend to uh, get their lick back. Uh, the book's kind of value them as if they're that team that's going to start scuffling and they don't typically scuffle that hard if you are catching my drift here jazz three and seven and two last 12 following a straight up win the last couple of weeks partner up until the last couple of weeks you pop open the jazz on our site that we like to use as far as covers or anywhere you're finding trends you're seeing a laundry list of positive trends for the Utah Jazz. Not the case so much anymore, especially without Rudy Gobert here. I just mentioned 3-7-2 last 12 following a straight-up win. 3-12-1 last 16 as a home favorite. They have been crazy Jeez. overvalued at Jeez. home here. And 0-5 last 5 versus a team with a losing straight-up record. Wow. So I don't know Jeez. if I really need to go into depth how overvalued they are in certain spots like these. And believe it or not, my friend, to find a, uh, close it all out for myself here today, the Knicks 12 and 4 last 16 in Utah, 25 and 7 last 32 against the number versus the Jazz in general, my friend. This is an under the radar ass whooping over the last few years, my friend. I, I, I couldn't believe my eyes. And that was the final cherry on top, my friend. So I love this one today. I love it down to six and a half, I would say, partner, because I kind of expected to go down there, if you ask me. Um, but nonetheless, I'll, I'll uh, happily take it at eight and a half for my final and uh, only NBA bet of the day, my friend. I do like it there, too, man. Uh, you said it's down to six and a half, six in some spots. Is that what uh, you sorry, saying? down to seven in some spots. To seven in some spots. Okay. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't take it under six and a half, but right. I, I, I'm 
maybe I would. Maybe I would. Maybe they win this one outright. I don't know. Some of those last key trends you laid down there, maybe the old Knicks show up and uh, do some work on the Jazz. I don't know. I don't think we're going to have to take note tonight. I think it's New York forever with the Knickerbockers, baby. Back my partner. I already am. The New York Knicks, plus seven. Oh, hey, whatever you're finding out on your current favorite sports book. Partner, anything else uh, you got in regards to your best bets, maybe not your best bets, any insights, analysis you forgot, anything in, the, uh, in between? Uh, I guess the only thing I forgot is a lot of monetary liability on the old jazz so far, my friend, hmm. and it's dropping, so hmm. who am I? I don't know, but uh, yeah, take it away, my friend. That's all I got. I don't know who you are, uh, but uh, I'm glad you're uh, here to my left, and uh, now all of a sudden to... Uh, to my right. So uh, glad you're always uh, present with me. Appreciate you and your picks, my friends. Make sure you all out there get those locked in. And speaking of lock in, strap back into your seat. Don't you go anywhere because we got more best bets to get through. It's time for my best bets of the day. All right, my friends. Let me. Mid-Major King crown has officially been placed on top of the dome piece and it is time to get through my two best bets of the day, both coming from mid-major conferences, both on the college basketball hardwood. First one, we're calling the Conference USA Crusher, my friends. We're going to the Charlotte 49ers against the FIU Panthers. We're taking the over, 136. Uh, Line movement is what really got me on this one. Uh, Opened at 138, down to 135, and then started to get buyback as I had it sitting in my bet slip. It was up to 136. I caught it at 136. I see it going up to 136.5, 137 in some spots. I think it's all over the map. A reason mainly why I locked this one in is because my line, I got 142.1. So I was looking for my notes, but I realized I threw it away and I wrote it on this note. Like, well, what are you doing, guy? Uh, 142.1 <laughs> uh, is what I got on that. And I think we have plenty of wiggle room, obviously, with that. And I was also looking, too, in the under right now is getting severe monetary liability. 98% of money, 99% of money um, kind of depends on where you're looking at. But I write that college basketball blog every day, my friends, and I see these exact splits every single day, and these have not been making it to the pay window. I love the over in this spot, mainly because of uh, the recent things that have been going on with these two teams. In their last three games overall, respectively, Charlotte has been scoring 66.3 points per game, allowing 70 points per game. FIU scoring 70. 75.7 and allowing 77.3. So I don't think either team's going to have an issue scoring here. I think people are looking at their tempo just a little bit too much. I mean, they're outside of the top 200, but it's not like they're the 300. They're the slowest teams. And I think they're just looking in, into that just a little bit too much. And also they're looking into the historical trends a little bit too much. Oh, this is an under matchup. It's always an under wagon. Eh. They've been in the 140s. They've been in the 150s, and now we're down to 135, 136. I'm not buying it. I think this one goes up into the 140s, no problem. We have a sweat-free cash to get it started. Not to mention, these two teams have already played each other this year. Uh, 68-65, Charlotte won in Charlotte in overtime. If you're telling me FIU's not pissed off and ready to hang an 80-burger on these boys, you're out of your damn mind. And all we need in that in that ballpark is 60 points from uh, the old 49ers, and we are set to rock and roll. But you don't believe me that this is going to be a sweat-free cash. Believe a couple key trends. The over is 10-3 in Charlotte's last 13, following a straight-up win. 4-0 in FIU's last four is the over, following an ATS win. The over 6-1 in FIU's last seven home games, and 5-1 in their last six home games versus a team with a losing road record. That's losing straight-up road record. I absolutely love this over. I think it's going to fly well over. Again, my line, I got 142.1, so I think we got a lot of room to work with. Lock it in, but don't go over that 138, 139. And if it does get back up there, I think it'll be a little bit more sweaty for you around that ballpark. But there you go. First best bet of the day, Charlotte versus FIU. 
over 136. I look at my man. You've been on these uh, mid-major totals pretty damn well the last couple of weeks, so yeah, I uh, certainly will not disagree with you on this one. Yeah, boy. I appreciate it, my man. Uh, yeah, looks like it's back up to 137 and a half, 138. The Sharps, the Sharps, and your boy, the Rhombuses, the Parallelogram, he... Uh, He's moving lines. No, there ain't no fucking way I bet enough to be moving lines like that. But I do bet some, some substantial amounts. Enough, enough. Not enough to be moving lines like that, though. I'll, I'll admit to that. However, that's neither here nor there. We got more area to fertilize. We just we let the grass grow under that first play. Now it's time to gong get, spread some more seeds, some, some, some ticket cash and fertilizer seeds. and, you know, the roots and, and yeah. And, and, and you know, I put, <laughs> I put flour up on board and... And you know there's fertilizer and, and 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 everything below fertilizer you gotta work you gotta work and the work is what really makes it we we all want the process we we all want the results we're we're all doing this every single day we all <laughs> get me down that rabbit hole shout out uh newbie and, <laughs> newbie uh <laughs> you got me. oh man shout out to all of our Philly guys uh man oh man what a uh, what a coach that guy was huh he's uh he'll be why, why am I Sirianni? Sirianni. Sirianni. I'm trying yeah, yeah. to think of his fucking name. I couldn't think of his fucking name. All right. Second best bet. Get me out of the NFL for a minute. We're sticking with college basketball. Second best bet of the day. We're calling this one the A10 Annihilator, my friends. We're going to the George Mason Patriots against the Richmond Spiders. And contrary to popular belief, you know me. Damn, it feels good to be contrarian. Damn, it feels good to be contrarian. We're taking the George Mason Patriots plus eight and a half, baby. The line movement is what really got me on this one. Uh, opened up at seven. Um, despite really any key, like, oh, this is a sharp side, this is a public side, whatever, it moved up to eight. And we've seen that time and time again this year of the kind of, that's kind of a classic trap of the public seeing that and it got to a key number. We have to hammer that in before it goes over that key number. Uh, well, too late. I think it's uh, not going to matter either way. I don't see this thing finishing by more than a bucket, two buckets maximum, with potentially George Mason winning this one outright. Now, I'll talk about them in a minute. Let me tell you a little bit about Richmond and why I think they're overvalued. It's because they're 8-3 and three straight up, but 4-7 and seven against the number on their home hardwood and 12-11 and 11 against the number overall this season. They've been decent as small favorites, small underdogs, but these big favorite spots have not been good for them. Not to mention they're coming off of a 71-61 win against St. Bonaventure on their home hardwood. And my friends, the last time they got a solid win like that, they were in a just about this exact same situation against the Davidson team, another A-10 team, and obviously not George Mason, but still, they were in this very similar position, and they lost that one outright right to follow it up. I think that's what we might see, but again, at the bare minimum, this isn't finishing by more than two buckets because George Mason has been solid on the road. They might be three and four straight up, but they're four and three against the number, and they have covered these dog spots very handily. They're 12 and eight ATS overall this season, and they're also coming off of back-to-back -back losses and failed covers. So I love this as a huge rebound spot, and the public to just be glossing right over them. Oh my gosh, they're they're skidding, they're going down. I don't like that at all. I think they are turning things around. I think this is a big rebound spot for them. Uh, last but certainly not least, a couple of key reasons here why I. think think this line is the way it is. I looked a little deeper and I saw that uh, Shaw saw that Josh Oduro is out or uh, questionable. It might be out questionable. I'm going to play this as if he's going to be out. I think he's going to be in either way, but I will mention he does score 17.7 points per game. Now he is on um, George Mason Patriots. He is the Patriots. So 
Um, the reason why I say I don't think it's going to matter, there are three double-digit scorers right behind him, and I think it's kind of that next-man-up mentality. This is a scrappy bunch in the Patriots, and I really think they have somebody who's willing to step up, ready to rock and roll. And like I said, three additional double-digit scores, and I mean well into the double digits. We're not just talking barely scraping 10. I'm talking 12, 13, 15 uh, points per game. So I absolutely love these guys to step up. And then uh, home and away scoring splits, one final thing that I really wanted to mention here. Uh, George Mason scoring 72.7 on the road, averaging 80 points per game over their last three overall, 74.3 points per game allowed on the road as well. Richmond, 74.4 points per game at home. They're only averaging 69 points over the last three games and allowing 68.5 points on their home hardwood. Now, obviously you see that uh, the defensive numbers being pretty, pretty, uh, pretty far apart there, the 74.3 and the 68.5. Obviously, you would think that Richmond's defense is going to be a lot better it is solid at home, but they haven't played teams that have been bigger and more physical than them. And why do I mention that? Because George Mason is. George Mason ranks 123rd in height per Ken Palm, and Richmond ranks 246th. So I think George Mason out-physicals them. I think this is a dirty, scrappy, nasty game, and I just think this is too many doggone points. And I think you should take all eight. I take it down to six, even four and a half. I don't think this finishes by more than two buckets. But as always, you don't believe me? For the final time, believe the trends. George Mason, 5-0 and against the number. Their last five as a dog. 4-1 and against the number. Their last five as a road dog. 4-0 and against the number. Their last four road games versus a team with a winning straight-up home record. And 4-1 and ATS. Their last five following an ATS loss. Now, Richmond, 5-11 and against the number. Their last 16 Monday games. 2-6 and against the number. Their last eight home games versus a team with a losing straight-up road record. 1-4 and against the number. Their last five home games. And 1-4 and against the number. Their last five as a home favorite. They're overvalued point blank period and not to mention the favorite has covered in five out of the last six meetings between these two teams with the dog covering every other one in the previous ten. I love the dog to get back on the right track. That being George Mason today. Take the Patriots plus eight and a half. Second final best bet of the day. I like it, my man. The thing that you said that I also agree with 100% is those last, not only those last two losses and failed covers, but by a freaking hair against some really, really freaking good teams, man. Uh, and so on paper, you say, oh, they've lost their, their scuffling. But I, I say, oh, contrary, they were probably overvalued in those two spots. Yeah. Agree? Uh, well, I was going to mention those, but I was just going to save a little bit of time not to let more hot air out of my body. But it was 78-83 against LaSalle, two-and-a-half-point favorites. They just barely let it slip away at the end. And then they went to overtime with St. Louis over the weekend, lost 92 to 90. So they are a scrappy bunch, my friends. They've been covering and winning outright since then, and I don't think we have anything to worry about here. So there you go, my second and final best bet of the day. All right. We might as well just keep this uh, proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks with the third segment of the day, my friends. The real reason why you all come around here, because we're all good degenerates at the end of the day. We like some extra juice. It's time for the Monday Madness Parlay, my friends. And you know what? We should probably call this the Monday Insanity Parlay. This 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 doesn't even this doesn't even qualify for madness. I mean, this is like times 10 of madness. This is bananas. We haven't brought a five-leg special play to the TTL pod in months. In months. And when we have that much confidence, Generally doggone cash, and I'm thinking this one's going right to the pay window. And my friends, just imagine now how upset 
every bookmaker on this market will be when they have to pay us out at 20 to 1 odds on this bad boy. Whew! I can already see it. Hey, shout out Jeff Benson. Uh, but we're going to be bankrupting you left, right, and center here today, my friend. So strap in Monday Madness Parlay. Five legs on the bad boy. We got four college basketball, one NHL. Are we hockey cappers? Yes, we certainly yes. are. Yes. First leg up on, yeah, none of that. Yeah. yeah. Yes, we are. Yes. Leg number one. We're taking the UNC Wilmington Seahawks. Plus uh, eight is what we caught them at. Looks like it's plus seven. Looks like it's down to plus six and a half in some spots. And it falling even more than that, partner? I'm seeing six in some spots, yeah. Six in some spots. So, yeah, it is falling, falling, falling. I think this is just a classic case of the books messing up a number, just like I think they did with George Mason. I mean, this one is obviously we're seeing it drop, but I think it's because the books are seeing so much money come in on Richmond. Either way, we're talking about UNCW against Hofstra. Hofstra has just been a point-blank period bad team here as of late, and UNC Wilmington just has not. Now, historically, this would be the correct line. This year, it is completely incorrect. And if you don't believe me, believe a couple key trends. The Seahawks, 8-0 against the number their last eight as a dog. 5-0 against the number last five as a road dog. 12-1 against the number their last 13 overall. 10-1 against the number their last 11 following an ATS win. And not to mention, 26-10-4, their last 40 Monday games against the number. So they come out of the weekend ready to rock and roll. But Hofstra, my friends, yeah. I don't know about all that nonsense. They're, uh, they don't have any terrible things, but the one thing that really stood out to me, 822-1 and one against the number of their last 31 home games versus a team with a road-winning percentage of greater than 600. So any team that's a straight-up solid, uh, solid team, they've been able to come in and at least handle business against the number against them, and I think that's exactly what we see from the Seahawks. Partner, anything else from you on first leg of Monday Madness Parlay? Uh, UNCW uh, got the win at home. Going to come in. Bad matchup mm. for Hofstra. Going to get the... I think they can get another like uh, straight-up win in this one, my friend. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. All right. Second leg. We're going to the matchup between the Chattanooga Mox and the Mercer Bears. We ain't taking a side. We're going to the total. We're taking the under 137.5. This seems to have way too much value here. Uh, this one looks uh, way too low, honestly, uh, to, to uh, not go under. And why do I say that? Because everybody and their brothers are going to see this as one of the only other premier games outside of Kansas and <laughs> Texas here today. This is probably one of the highlight SoCon games of the day, one of the earlier games on tap. And I think they're just going to be banking on this total just flying over over and I really don't think it's going to happen I think this one is going to stay way under I see both teams not getting out of damn near the mid 60s if that I think both teams struggle to score on both ends of the floor but there are a couple of key trends here uh Mercer is 26 and 10 to the under their last 36 games following a straight up loss four and one to the under their last five Monday games four and one to the under their last five as a dog and seven and one is the under in their last eight games overall four and oh their last four home games so if any team's the wagon here it is mercer to the under and i don't think this one flies over at all partner anything else you got on leg number two not a ton i like what chattanooga has been doing defensively the last couple of weeks my man and mercer offensively been uh quote-unquote scoofling a little Scoofling. bit so uh i like it my man Scooflin uh, at Talking Line Podcast, CC 2022. Uh, I was also thinking, just put that in the old uh, chalkboard app, the uh, the quotes from the TTL pod. Scooflin. It's in there. Uh, no, I didn't put that in there. You obviously didn't oh. see. I updated the channel in there if you haven't seen it on your phone. Oh, I, that's okay. what I was just saying. Not, But I'll put that in there as well. So there you go. There you have it. Second leg. Leg number three. The fourth college basketball leg. 
We're going to the match between the Temple Owls, or the third college basketball league, I'm sorry, Temple Owls and the USF Bulls, my friends. And we're taking the Temple Owls minus four. Um, for the sheer fact that this line is completely wrong, this one should be up to six and a half, seven. I'd even take this uh, up to eight and a half. I think the Owls win by double digits with ease. They have been damn good this year. Five and two against the number last seven Monday games. Five and two against the number last seven as a favorite. Four and zero oh against the number their last four road games. Uh, they're also four and zero oh against the number their last four following a straight up and an ATS win. And that is something that the old Bulls just can't say. They're zero and four against the number last four overall. Zero oh and four against the number last four as a dog. One and four against it their last five as a home dog. They're also two and five ATS last seven following a straight up loss and eight and twenty against the number their last twenty. Eight home games, my friends. USF is completely overvalued in this spot here today just because they're on their home hardwood. Do not trust that. Partner, anything else for leg number three? Haven't cracked 55 over their last four games anywhere. Haven't cracked 50 their last two. And they're going up against a damn good defense in the Owls, dude. Oh I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it either. There you go. There you have it. Leg number three. Leg number four. Now the fourth and final college basketball leg before we lace up the old hockey skates. We're going to the match between the Southern Utah Thunderbirds and the Montana Grizzlies, and we're hammering in Montana Grizzlies minus two and a half just because the Thunderbirds are a little bit of a public darling, and this tends to be the spot that you jump right on them because I've done it multiple times this season, and they kick you square in the damn teeth. Now, I looked and uh, I said, whoa, Montana, two straight losses. What the, Weber State and Idaho State? What the hell's going on? So I had to look a little bit deeper, and I think that's exactly why this line is the way it is. They are due for a huge rebound after two road games, again, against Weber State and Idaho State. Idaho State is the bottom of the barrel. No, as a matter of fact, under the bottom of the barrel in the Big Sky Conference, and uh, these old these old Grizzlies are going to be pretty pissed off coming back home. So I don't think it's going to be good for Southern Utah. I think they could potentially lose this by double digits, but we will lay the two and a half with the Montana Grizzlies for the fourth leg of the Monday Madness Parlay. Partner, anything else from you? Haven't lost a damn game at home. I have the uh, Montana Grizzlies, my friends. This uh, home hardwood ain't nothing to uh, trifle with if you uh, catch uh -huh. my drift over here, dude. Oh, I do. I do. So fifth and final leg. Now, lace up your hockey skates, get on the sweaters, and get ready to dive on the ice because we are going to the matchup between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Toronto Maple Leafs. And we see a shootout. Does it get over? Yeah, maybe. We think so, potentially. I don't know. Do we know a side wins? Eh, who cares? Doesn't matter to us. Because we're going to a total. This has been our market, my friends. A team total, as a matter of fact. And right now it is a 60-minute team total. We're taking the Carolina Hurricanes over two and a half total goals in their matchup tonight with those aforementioned Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, they have gone over two and a half in eight out of the last 10 meetings against the Maple Leafs. This is going to be a shootout and a half. I love them to at least get to three by no later than the second period. I think this is going to be a wild shootout type of game. Partner, anything else you got over there, my man? Toronto's been uh, defensively a little uh, shaky. Three of the last four games themselves mm. have allowed three or more goals, my friend. Show enough, and uh, looks like, too, that the hurricane are, Hurricanes are the uh, sharp side here as far as if, if uh, Sharps or the public are playing one side or the other. So if that means they're the sharp side, I think they're going to be able to put plenty of pucks in net. So there you go, leg number five. Now we'll recap it all here in a minute, but again, paying out over 20-to-1 odds, the Monday Madness Parlay. 
let's just get on right on into it here. I'll change this old ticker up. And as I do, I'll get the uh, recap graphic all going. Partner, anything else you got left to uh, add on to the Monday Madness Parlay there? The old Monday Madness Parlay. I uh, How low would you go with that uh, UNCW spread there if that one keeps dropping? Because that one appears to be the one that's moving the most. I would still probably take that down to four and a half. Like, uh, and a half. Okay. yeah, I, I think I probably still would, to tell you the truth. And here I go. Yeah, freaking I think they messed screen. that one up, honestly. I, I, yeah, I really think they did. I, and it, the fact that it's dropping that fast already, I, I really think it's going to keep dropping. And, yeah, I don't think it's going to go down to four and a half by any means, but I would definitely take it to four and a half. So. Right. Okay, right. producer Colt, now gone. Host Colt, back in action. Uh, just for a brief moment until I have to do more producing duties and pop this shit back up on the screen. But for now, my friends, rip out your sports books, pull out your paper, your pens, your pencils, or whatever mode, means, or method you utilize to take stock of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day. Because for this beautiful Monday of bets, February 7, 2022, the TTL Crew's best bets of the day are now live on your screen. Please turn your attention. Ooh, let me make a little bit of adjustment so you don't miss anything. There we go. Now, please, so kindly turn your attention right next to my box here, top left portion of your screen, our Mags picks of the day. He's got two coming at you. First on the college basketball hardwood, he's taking the Kentucky, oh, no, he's not, the Kansas Jayhawks against the Texas Longhorns under 133.5. Hey, I'm human, people. Give me a damn break. Also on the NBA hardwood, he's taking the New York Knickerbockers in their matchup tonight against the Utah Jazz. Opposite side of the screen, top right portion, you got my two picks, baby. Mid-Major King has again entered the chat. They are the Charlotte 49ers against the FIU Panthers over 136. And I'm also taking the George Mason Patriots plus eight and a half. Now next to my partner's box. In between us somewhat, who knows, it's kind of right in that general vicinity. Either way, it is the Monday Madness Parlay. All five legs on that bad boy, paying out at over 20 to 1 odds the last time we checked. The UNC Wilmington Seahawks plus seven. Chattanooga against Mercer under 137.5. The Temple Owls minus four. Montana Grizzlies minus two and a half. And the Carolina Hurricanes over two and a half team total goals. Parlay all those bad boys up. Let's get that special play to the window. Let's get all four straight plays to the pay window. Let's bankrupt every single book on this damn market. But before we can, we need you to. Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are clearly primed for ticket cashing into whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. I love it, dude. One of my favorite courts, and I believe you've mentioned it as one of your favorite courts. Where the hell are we? This one would not be. It would be Florida Atlantic. Abyssinio Court would be one of mine. Ah, okay. Not like FIU's, but I do like FIU's as well. I don't know what FIU's is called. FIU Ocean Bank Arena. Ooh, Ocean Pretty Bank cool. Arena. Yeah, I know I know Abyssinio. That, I, I don't know why that one's always been so easy for me. FAU, that's, that's Florida oh, Atlantic Abyssinio. University. Uh, Abyssinio Court. But yeah, okay, Ocean Bank Arena. I bet a lot on FIU last year, to tell you the truth, yeah. dude. And they have just not been those guys, pal, this year. No. Uh, I was thinking about actually backing them today. They were the side I wanted, but I was like, damn. 
if I'm thinking they're going to do that, this total is going to go way over. So I think that's got way more value. Then I ran my numbers. I said, oh, 142.1. Son of a bitch. I'm in the boat. Here oh, yeah. we go. Gently down the stream. Whew. All right. Uh, last little bit of text on the screen. Moneyline dice roll. That's right. We got Perv against Fam. Hey, yo. Against Famu. Uh, as we come back into the main portion of your screen here, my friends, we tell you that Perv versus Famu is. Really, Prairie View A&M Panthers against the Florida A&M Rattlers. And my friends, it would be the money line dice roll of the day. Now, this line actually was uh, jumping all over the place last I saw. I looked at I looked at the total. The total was at like six different prices across the market. Uh, really? Yeah, I was, when I looked at it last. So I'm interested to pop back into that um, and what the spread's doing, everything all in between. So, partner, if you could be so kind, indulge us. What's happening? I'll get our uh, guest of the day out, and then we'll... Uh, let them rock and roll. Uh, yeah, you mentioned it. It is uh, all over the place. But on FanDuel, when we were looking about an hour or so ago, hour and a half ago, it was a one-point spread. Florida A&M Rattlers up to minus two and a half partner on okay. FanDuel. Two and a couple other spots. Uh, but A&M minus two and a half, minus 106 uh, are the odds there. Minus 144 on the money line. Plus 124 Prairie View on the money line. And then the total also jumping all over the place. As you said, 139 and a half over here on FanDuel. I see 140 on Bet Rivers and a couple other spots and 140 and a half somewhere else. So uh, these SWAC matchups, typically a little harder to get money tracking on these because it is the uh, stinkiest of the stinky conferences, if you will. Uh, looks like the total is 31% of bets, on, or excuse me, 31% of money on the over, 69 on the under. That is all of the tracking that I am seeing over here. So I have absolutely no idea who's playing what. And I don't know who's winning what, what points are doing what. So, uh, yeah, I think this is a good one for the dice, my man. Sure enough. Uh, do you remember what happened with uh, the Dallas money line and uh, over on Friday? Or, yeah, it was Friday. You remember what happened with that? I sure don't. You could, you could go back on the action real quick. Did you track it? Because if you tracked it while we're, while we're writing everything down here, that'd be pretty pretty cool if you did. Because then I could tell all of our fine viewers out what there. What did we take? Uh, we took Dallas money line and the over 210 and a half. Ah, it was Dallas and the under. Dallas and the under. So a dub and an L made for last week to be three and four, my friends. So okay. do with that information as you wish. A little under 50% there, but not terrible. But we ain't talking about that. We're going to preview A&M FAMU. We got 2-7-20-22. Holy shit, partner. I've... It's been two months since my birthday already. What in the hell is Man. going on around this world, dude? Gee, many Christmas does time fly when you're having fun, my friends. Little dice ASMR for you here this morning as I get our boys, the all knowing, ever present, ever powerful, cubicle objects that be the money line dice heated up. It is now time for the first roll of the day. Are we going to the home team, Florida AM Rattlers, or are we uh, saying, hey, no, 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 the road dogs got the value? Preview AM Panthers. I don't know, neither does Max, but I assure you we all find out in a three, in a two. Home team. Okay. Home team. I like it. Home team. Fam you. Money line or ATS, will we be getting a little chalky on that money line? Are we just going to hide and lay the bucket in the hook? I'm fine with the bucket in the hook, but I am not the money line dice. This bad boy is, and we soon find out in three, in two, in one. Money line. Okay. 
Minus 144. Money line. Money line. Unofficially, the Florida A&M Rattlers on the money line. Final roll of the day. The wild card die. Will the die be doubling down to start the week? Or will they say, boys, we need a little extra, we a little extra screen time. We, we apologize. We don't typically like to do this. But in the nature of cashing tickets, sometimes we got to re-roll. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe they even go to the total. Max hasn't a clue either, but this damn wild card die does, and it soon lets us know. In three, in two, in one. Over. Over one, four, 39 and a half. Over. So okay. is that the lowest total around, or what? They're all over. 39 and a half. Fucking yeah. man. Okay, 139. Sure is. The dice have spoken! If you want a guaranteed take, two tickets to the window here tonight. No questions, no qualms, no quarries, none of the bullshit. Not for me, not for Mags, not for any living, heart-beating, breathing human being on this planet, but per the all-knowing. Ever-present, ever-powerful cubicle objects that be the money line dice hammer in right here, right now. Florida A&M, the Rattlers, on the money line, and the over 139.5 in their matchup with the Prairie View A&M Panthers tonight. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Okay, boys, we'll take, uh, we'll take that. Let me, uh, let me track it over here so we're all in business. Fam you. On the money line, and the over two. No, that's not right. That's a fucking NBA total, 139 and a half. I don't know why 219 and a half came to my mind right there. I don't know what I was looking at. I do that sometimes. There we go. There we have it. The money line dice roll of the day. Okie dokie, artichokies. Well, that got us primed up for a little bit of nonsense. We got uh, plenty more rabbit holes to dive into. Ten minutes till the top of the 11 o'clock hour, so plenty of extra time to get even more weird than we have been for the first 50 minutes of this show. So without further ado, let's dive into that aforementioned second half. And partner, what's been burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 218 of the TTL pod on this absolutely gorgeous February the 7th, 2022. My friend, it is freaking Monday. Movie Monday, baby. <laughs> movie, uh, movie, first movie. First things first, uh, uh, Jackass just came out the other day. Uh, didn't get. Hi, I'm Johnny it. Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> Dude, I want to see it so bad. First of all, uh, top of the box office, of course. Uh, Didn't hear anyone seeing it, though, did you? No, I I have not heard anybody venture out. Honestly, honestly, I don't hear anybody really venturing out to the movie theaters anymore, to tell you the truth. That's very fair. That's very fair. The whole week, though, I was like, damn, like, I actually might want to see that, like, this weekend. And then, like, I got to, like, Saturday. We went out to an errand, did an errand, and then crossed to, or passed the movie theater. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, Jackass Mm. is over there today, huh? Mm. Uh, Mm. But, yeah, so I didn't get to see it. But, yeah, number one in the box office. But, uh... How about some movie trivia, my friend? Sign me up. Keep it short and sweet. I got some good okay. ones that okay. I like today, though, oh. dude. I got a handful, and maybe we'll find some other ones. Right. Uh, let's see. Where should we start? Um, I don't know. I it's your side easy. Maybe, uh, maybe it's a little, uh, little older than we realize. Who is the voice of Alex the Lion in Madagascar? Alex the Lion in Madagascar. Um. Uh, <laughs> Oh, come on, come 
Mm, no, I don't. Mm, who? For some reason, I'm thinking of um, who? Who the co star in um, The Big Lebowski? It is not. I'm blanking. Now. John John Goodman. Is John is that John Goodman? Is that is nope. that right? But it's not. That's not who it is. But is that John? Mm-hmm. I think that's. I think that's John Goodman. I gotta look that Big, up. I mean, John Goodman's in the Big Lebowski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's who John. Okay, so it's okay. John Goodman. Uh, so it's not him. That's who I was thinking it was. Um, any type of hint? Like goodness gracious, I don't watch animated movies. I don't. I don't been forever okay. since I watched. I, that's what I was saying. Maybe I, I thought it was gonna be easier, but uh, um, he's a comedy actor. Um, dodgeball. Whoa. Um, the, you don't know. You don't know. Ben yeah, Stiller. I don't know. It is Ben Stiller. Wow. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah, I would have never guessed that in a million years, dude. Never would have guessed that in a million years. Trust me. I, I, okay. Yeah, I don't really watch animated movies, bro. Just That's don't bad. watch animated movies. You can see, you got, like that you was got still... a girlfriend. You guys watch all animated movies I, all the time. I don't watch. No, no, that one, I don't know. That one I felt like was in like our sweet spot of like still we were young enough when it was super popular. I don't know. Because I, I, I think I was just like 10 years, but I think I was just like barely getting out of the phase okay. of, like, of like those okay. movies. I think so. I don't know. Cause Fair I just enough. like, I watched it, but I just like never locked in and watched it. So, huh? yeah, there enough. you go. More, you know, Ben Stiller, Fair the uh, voice of Alex, the lion in Madagascar. Shout out. Okay. Who turned down the role? This one might be tough. Who turned down the role of Neo in the matrix? Oh dude. Um, Fairly big name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it, it complete opposite of Keanu Reeves. If you know what I'm saying. In a lot of ways, sure. Yeah, complete opposite. Like, I, I just, dude, I just read this the other day too with the new with the new Matrix coming out. I literally just read this the other day. Oh, another guy that's like a famous actor, like yeah. loved for some things, kind of gets made fun of for how he does his, how he carries himself certain ways. You know? Can you give me one of his recent movies? Without giving it recent away? movies, I don't know. Or about not a recent even. I mean, movie. it doesn't even have to be recent. What do you? Anything oh, to your top man. of your mind? I've, the one that's gonna make I, all I can think of is like ones that's gonna make it super, super, super easy. A movie, fictional movie that deals with uh, uh, national history, very important piece of national history. Oh fuck, um, bro, why, dude? I am now. Oh my gosh, I am Nicolas Cage. Yes. Okay. Hot, yes. hot dog, hot dog. I could not think of Nicolas Cage. I could see his face. I couldn't think of his name. Because then I was going to, well, National Tre- Treasure is the only thing that's coming to my mind, but that's yeah. going to be way too fucking obvious. But mm. uh, yeah, Nick Cage, dude. I mean, really? that would have been weird, right? Well, no, I was thinking it was somebody else, but I guess uh, I, okay. I guess I was totally off base. Hey, but according I, yeah. to this website, at least. I mean, mm. I can't remember who I was thinking it was, but I was thinking it was somebody totally different than Nicolas Cage. But maybe not. I don't know. Nicolas don't Cage know. turned down the role of The Matrix. Neo. The, the quote? Okay. The quote. Interested to see if I feel like if you've seen this movie, you'll know. If not, um, you might not know, and it's definitely going to go to the top of your watch list. The quote from the famous quote by Brad Pitt: "What's in the box? What's Seven. in the box?" Seven. Yes. Have you seen that movie? One of my favorites of all time. Come okay. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. We've never it talked about one, that one before. It was one of my. I saw that one in first, college. Uh, I saw it my sophomore year of high school, I think. It was right when Netflix came out, funny story, right when Netflix came out, when Netflix wasn't even a subscription service. Like, mm. Netflix was a, you fucking order the DVD and they ship it to you right. and then you stick it back in. I That was the first movie I ever ordered from Netflix was Seven, and I watched that movie. 
little uh little how you doing keep it moving so hey, yeah seven what's in the fucking box I, which I had no idea until I watched that movie that that's where that that's was where from, from either. And so I was watching it. I was like, it was one of those moments where you're just like, oh. really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. Great movie. Good movie, though, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of good movies, I don't know if you've, uh, you're a film, uh, you know, populating the site too often or not. What's the number one movie according to number one movie ever or highest rated movie ever according to IMDb? Hmm. Highest rated movie ever per IMDb. Godfather is number two. Just to give you a couple hints, like the type of movie we're talking here. Godfather Part Two is number three. Dark Knight is number four. Oh, oh. Hmm. I believe you are a big fan of this movie. Well, I'm just gonna say my favorite movie, and hopefully, it's a shot in the dark that works. The Shawshank Redemption. Correct. Number Let's one. Let's go. Oh, yeah, it's my favorite movie of all time, dude. Get busy oh, yeah. living or get busy dying. Damn right. Ah, Number fucking one. love it, dude. I also read the book. I love that movie so much. Fucking Stephen King wrote the book. It's called The Seasons. It's a four-part book. It's fucking electric, dude. You want to talk about reading a book that'll transport you in space and time? Get The Seasons um, by, well, why, why am I blinking? Uh, Stephen King. Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Seasons by Stephen King. Absolutely electric. Huh. Thank you, partner. Thanks for uh, mentioning my favorite movie of all time on Movie Monday. What else you got for Number me? One, dude. Uh, big fan of IMDb, by the way. Oh, I, yeah. uh, sometimes I just cruise through there like, oh, I haven't seen this movie. Um, mm. Okay. I don't know if you've seen this movie. Uh, in which movie uh, does the character awaken to a future 500 years in the future where he's the most intelligent average person? 500 years in the future, he wakes up and he's the most intelligent person. If you haven't seen it, then you probably don't know. Man, maybe I haven't. Like, this doesn't feel like... I, I don't know. I don't think no. so. Actually, so I was going back and forth. Is it new? About it on Is it new or... 2006. I mean, maybe. Like, I'm a movie it's buff, a but that just doesn't sound right. Like, I just, If I you haven't seen it, then... It, I just if don't you've think seen I have. it, then it's, a, it's, it's like an instant idiocracy. I got, my movie, I got my movie for this Monday. It just popped okay. in my head. But what what is it called? idiocracy oh idiocracy yeah i've seen that i yeah i've okay. seen it it's, uh, we, we used to run on comedy central all the time like yeah. it's been forever since i fucking like watched it start to finish but like anytime i saw it on comedy central like i would pop in and watch like a good five six scenes and at least do a commercial or whatever the hell might be yeah i love idiocracy it's funny as hell dude it is goofy it's stupid funny but it is still very funny and it's, it's almost that, it's that comedy it's, central stupid funny like it's a very yeah. special type of funny don't 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 tune into that yeah. uh thing but for those who ha- those who haven't seen it it's uh the most literally they found the most like the u.s army or government or whatever found literally the most average person in the entire country literally the most average person physically intelligence wise and uh and then another person as well froze them for 500 years and then they've a year later, they like scrap the project, forget about it, and they wake up 500 years in the future, and they're like, by far the most intelligent people in the world. Like, not even like the stupidest person alive now would be the most intelligent person in this universe. It's hilarious. Terry Crews is yep. the president of yep. the United States in this yep. movie. It's, it's fucking uh, hilarious. Yeah. And he wears he wears like an open fucking American flag, fucking tank top, cut off. <laughs> like it's it's what's electric. his full name? It's, electric. it's like. President Mountain Dew something something Camacho yeah. or something like yeah, it's that. So yeah. stupid. So okay. Stupid. Okay. <laughs> carry on. Uh, I will carry on here. Um, speaking of futuristic movies, my friend, one that uh, may have uh, relation to closer to the future. Which Steven Spielberg movie has various references to the Iron Giant, Tron, The Shining, Back to the Future, and Lord of the Rings? It's a Spielberg flick. 
You just got my head in like a million fucking different spots saying all these fucking movies. Like, holy cow. And it's it it a movie set in the future. It references all of those movies in that movie. Because it is a futuristic movie, and those are some about those movies. It is a movie set in the future. They use a lot of nostalgia in those movies, or in this movie, excuse me. And these movies are like part of the like nostalgia triggering. When you know, when you, (laughs) we've talked about this movie recently, and it's gonna like in your head, it's gonna go Inception. No, that's not. I don't think that's Stephen King. I don't know, dude. Steven Spielberg. Uh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know, dude. Mm, okay, it's a based off of a book. Kind of a there's a video game aspect to it. Oh, Ready Player One. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's just, okay. Yeah, fuck. I didn't. I didn't really know. Yeah, you, me, and fucking Ready Player One land over there on Saturday night. Fucking into Central Land. Oh shit. We'll talk about that too. We'll talk about that. Holy fucking shit. I'll write that down. Yo, oh shit, no, damn, it's been a long time since I've seen Ready Player One. I guess I didn't really realize that all that shit was in there. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, pulls off nostalgia. I probably could have given off more as far as specifics in video games, I guess, but I didn't want to, and then, like, the the way this question was posed, like, the answer, it gave, like, a goofy, like, in parentheses, like, basically, like, future, uh, like, future of the metaverse or something along those lines. The Bingo. teaser for the metaverse. Bingo. The teaser I for the metaverse. I love a meta like, girl ah. inside a metaverse. She pulled me out of earth like this. Hey, shout out my guy, Sammy Arianga. My guy. February 11th, that <laughs> drops. Meta girl can't fucking wait, dude. It's a banger. Continue on, sir. That's all I got for trivia, my man. What, uh, what was the movie you just had that you were going to say? It is called, stop me if you've seen it, Powder. Powder. I believe I've seen Powder, right? I don't think you've seen Powder. I think it's because no, I've, I've told you about it when we were sitting here before. Okay. Now, you see, you think Powder, you go, oh, Colts, uh, the Colts are wanting us to watch an old cocaine movie. Yeah, get a little <laughs> get a little bit of that Colombian Bam Bam. I go snowing a little, skiing down the slopes. No, no, no. That's not what it's about. Powder will be nothing what you anticipated about. I can't tell you, honestly, what it's about, or it will ruin the entire fucking movie. It is... It's 1990s, ni- late 1980s, early 1990s, uh, somewhere in that 95. ballpark. 90, okay, yeah, you were born. So 95, I first got introduced to this movie, shout out Martin Call, my senior year psychology teacher at Oak Hall Valley High School, Bethany, Illinois. Shout the fuck out. Um, one of the coolest down-to-earth motherfuckers on the planet. What pretty much got me into this mindset of, like, psychology and a lot of that other what got me really loving psychology. And this movie, dude, it's all about, like telekinesis kind of and i don't know this kid's got fucking special powers and without like literally anything i tell you about him will just ruin the whole fucking movie like i'm telling you you have to watch powder it it will you will you will get into the first scene and you'll be sitting like what in the world is going on and then before you know it that two and a half hour movie has clipped by and your hands are grabbing onto your fucking side of your couch or your chair and you look at whoever you just watched it with like what was that? I, that's not what I anticipated at all. I mean, absolutely electric. One of my favorite movies of all time, Powder, for sure. Oh, yeah. not, I can't believe I hadn't mentioned that one before. Oh, Powder. I, like if, I mean, you've definitely mentioned it to me, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You said Powder, and I was, for whatever reason, it clicked, like, blow, clicked the man, yeah, Johnny. Yeah. 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 Whoa, hey, that's also another good one. That's uh, also a good that, one. That's vintage JD and uh, Penelope Cruz. Shout out my mom. Oh, yeah. uh, my mom's favorite actor on the planet, little Johnny. 
Johnny Depp there. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean also. Haven't watched those in a long time. Shout out Johnny no. Depp. My favorite Johnny Depp um, movie, though, Black Window. Or is it? Is it or is, nah, maybe it's not Black. What the fuck is it called? Or Secret Window. Secret Window. Secret Window. That motherfucker. Whoo! You want to talk about a movie that'll blow your socks off? Watch Secret Window by Johnny Depp. I think that's right around, like... Like two thousands, like that's that's an older one. That's like not okay. old, but it's an it's one. an older one. Yeah, Secret Windows, fucking, ooh. it's intense. It's intense, boy, like a circus, you know. <laughs> Making myself laugh over here. All right, uh, well, keeping it moving, keeping it grooving. Um, let's see, what do we got here? Ooh, I don't I don't know about you, but I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I am very interested to see what the other young man looks like that caused Mr. A.K. Alvin Kamara to find himself behind bars over the weekend. Uh, Don't want to speculate or get into that, or we don't like to talk about the negativity. Oh my gosh, did you hear what Alvin Kamara did? Because I I got a laundry list of more shit that I've done that I, I have no room to fucking judge him, but... Ah, uh, man, I, uh, hey, whoa, battery causing severe bodily harm? He must have fucked somebody up, boy. I'm talking about fuck somebody up. Yeah. And I, I mean, the story will come out, like, we'll know if, like, he was at a club. I'm, I'm guessing if he was in Vegas, somebody's at a club, somebody's talking shit, just kept egging him, egging him, egging right. him, egging him, egging him. Because he's a smart guy. He's a fucking, he's a, he's a fucking brilliant oh, yeah. guy. He's a brilliant fucking kid. He would never do some shit like that, so it's just... There had to be something popping off, something crazy, and he just like he just snapped. He snapped, and like it's there's insane. some there's some guys that can throw one punch and it's cool, and then there's other guys that like, hey, I'm gonna beat the piss out of this dude until he can't touch me anymore. So, and I think that's might have been what we saw. And man, unfortunately, unfortunately, you're one of the biggest well-known running backs in the NFL, and then that just fucking. Son of a bitch, you're a regular guy. They stick you in the fucking drunk tank for the fucking night. You go fucking. Show up in court in fucking whatever county it is. Ooh, yeehaw, here's your little misdemeanor battery. Get the fuck out of my face. Like, whatever. But, I, oh, man, that's so bad. He could be in some serious trouble, especially with the Yeah, NFL. it didn't sound good. Oh, it didn't sound good, but I got NFL. the same and sense dude, as you, man. And, and it could be even worse for him, dude, because, like, New Orleans, head coaching, what the fuck's going on there? Like, there's already, like, nonsense going on inside the building uh, going in here into 2022. Also surrounding the entire quarterback situation. And every, are they going with famous Jameis? Are they going to go Simeon? Are they going to go Hill? What the hell are they going to do here into 2022-23? I, I don't know. And now that just complicates the whole puzzle, my friend. So I, I don't know. I can see you furiously trying to read it over there, trying to see if you can get yeah. in the information you can talk about. But I just... Eh. I don't think there's going to be anything out that you can really find right now. I was just seeing if there's any new. Was he playing in the Pro Bowl yesterday? See, I don't know. That's what really. That's what really puzzled I mean, me. Like I think because yeah, I know you and I then... didn't watch a second of that no, damn thing, that. so I, I have no idea. I, I, I think so because I, I see a picture or two with him in a in a Pro Bowl uniform. Don't know if that's so old or not though. So he would have. Yeah, I would have met. Yeah, I didn't watch. I mean, I didn't Probably. even turn on the channel, dude. Like I didn't right. even turn on the channel. Same. Like I do not care Same. about the Pro Bowl. I at all. I do not care. Didn't watch any of the skill stuff. I do not care. Um, but yeah, I. Yeah, it's very weird. Very bizarre. Either way, you know the news. You know it is what it is. The things. Certain things happen in this life, but uh, T's and P's to AK, or if he really fucked up and did something bad, T's and P's to the other guy and yeah. made justice be served to the full extent. I, either way, there either way, there you go, there you, go, the there you have. Off of that rabbit hole. Now, before we uh, 
before we dive into any other rabbit holes and uh, a little motivation minutes, uh, stuff like that, yada, the TTL announcements, maybe some other sports news. Who knows what the hell's going on? The world of NFTs, we always seem to fall into that too. Um, can't really say. Don't don't really want to go too far down the rabbit hole or else I might slip and stumble and fucking fall and let some stupid shit come out of my mouth that shouldn't yet. But your boys got some pretty big news. Your boys are pretty damn excited right now. Your boys are just going to keep it cool. We're cool. Hey, cool as cucumber. Cool as cucumber. Everything's all good. No problem. No problem. Not for, but we are freaking the fuck out. We are excited as shit. But hey, we're, we're good. We're good. Everything's all cool. Don't worry. Everything's all cool. Everything is all good. A-okay in the hood over here. Now, why I mentioned this, um... We got a pretty serious opportunity, uh, me and old Mags, and we won't tell you about the opportunity, we won't tell you what the fuck we're doing, the Talking the Line podcast and everything you know is TTL ain't going nowhere. Everything you know is Talking the Line sports media will still be the same, but we'll be growing, we'll be expanding, we'll, we'll be able to start running down this old hallway and start diving through doors, and why I mention all of this is it's because of you guys. Because you guys allow us to keep showing up every day. You allow us to keep giving our passion every day. And I can't thank you guys enough. I know I can speak for Mags, but we got afforded this opportunity because you guys allow us to take some of your time and give us the opportunity to share our thoughts and our opinions and our analysis and, and dive into rabbit holes. And and I know I'm off the cuff. I know I'm outside of the box. I know I'm not the typical average normal human being. And, you know, I fought that for a long time in my life. And I, a lot of people used to call me cocky or arrogant. You know, it's just, it's confidence. Sorry, I just, I come on and I'm conf, I'm confident about certain things. Or, 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 or I really thought that, like, I didn't give a shit what people think. And, 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 and I really did. And then I found this calling and found podcasting and sports gambling and everything we've been able to and the amount of fulfillment that I have found in this space and I know I can speak for Mags on this too is something that no paycheck would ever bring me something that no monetary value could ever place on my heart and I hope that's something that you guys can find in your life sometime or or, or sooner rather than later and if you are I always talk about it you are chasing that dream you are chasing that passion go after it because I talked about it over a year and a half ago that as long as you just keep chasing your dreams, you chase your passion, you get up every day with a passion, with a, with a fulfillment, with the drive, with the fire, and you just go to work, things start clipping. Because that those future plans are all out there. Those future gifts are all out there. As long as you keep moving and, and keep grooving, they're going to come. So I wanted to take some time to focus on our present gifts because I think there's going to be some future gifts that are going to be absolutely fucking insane that nobody's even prepared for right now and are going to knock some socks off when we are able to say some stuff. But I wanted to take some time to be grateful for this present moment and the last year and a half and and the growth that we've seen as TTL, what we've been able to do, again, because of you guys, because of you guys stopping by, doing what you do, hammering in our plays, liking our shit, subscriptions, views, Everything all in between. I mean, you have you have allowed the both of us to really grow in this space and uh, grow TTL in this space too. So, again, huge news, kind of fucking comical <laughs> to tell you the truth. Uh, I still, <laughs> I still can't believe it. You guys, they they watch the show. They know we're talking about this right now. Appreciate the fuck out of you guys. We cannot wait to take this damn thing to the moon. Um, but I uh, yeah. 
I, we are just mags. Any any thoughts without spilling the beans, stumbling over yourselves? Any thanks? So, anything's in between? I don't want to speak for you. I mean, you spoke f- fantastically for the both of us. Uh, there, uh, some people are letting the outdoor cats inside, so to speak, and uh, <laughs> you know, we're gonna make ourselves at home. Let's say it like that. Yeah, that's for certain. That's for certain. A couple outdoor cats, for sure, for sure. So, like where your head's at, Mags. But uh, yeah, again, thank you to all of you guys. I just wanted to take a to neck opportunity to say that because uh, we'll have some stuff rolling out next few weeks, months, months, years, everything all in between. We ain't going nowhere. Um, it looks like we've kind of solidified ourselves. Let me sneak into the industry here. So hey, we're here. We ain't going nowhere. Just keep stopping by, and uh, we'll keep we'll keep updating you along the way. So. There you go. There you have it. Outside of that, um, let's see here. Speaking of uh, speaking of old um, Ready Player One, mm. was in Decentraland over the weekend. Yeah, doing a little exploring. If you saw my Twitter, you said, "Your boy, what? What the hell? He's in Decentraland." Yes, I certainly was. There was a uh, there was a live concert. Uh, it was my guy, Sammy Arianga. Uh, shout out. That was so cool. Um, first time I'd ever been in a metaverse. First time I'd ever been in, in something like that, and it was fucking insane. I was – it was, It just – it made all these NFTs and everything else, like, make even more sense, and it just – it absolutely blew my mind. So, hey, if you guys are – you see me in a spaces or you see me connecting back and forth, or, like, you see me with the brew crew all the time or C-bombs or whoever the hell it might be, like, don't, don't be afraid to ask. Like, if you're just – if you want to know a little something, something like I promise you, like we we don't bite. We're pretty pretty fucking cool people, and uh, the NFT game is is a boatload of fun. And if you are a degenerate, which I'm guessing you fucking are, tuning into this show, you will degen out over NFTs like it is nobody's business. I promise you. Once you start understanding the whole world outside of just minting them and like what actually floor price means and why actually things are set the way they are, and oh my goodness, I mean it's it's too much to even continue to explain here with this little bit of time we got, but. I tell you what, I a uh, couple of couple of things that I would I would get familiar with would be metaverse, would be NFTs, would be DAOs, D A O, decentralized autonomous organizations, um, DeFi, decentralized finance. I would get familiar with. Um, if you are an artist of any type, I would, or maybe hey, you make furniture in the real world. I don't know who the fuck would listen to this or anything, but if you make like some type of furniture or some type of utility that people use in the real world, maybe start figuring out a way to make that into the metaverse because those jobs are going to be in high demand. There's not going to be a lot of supply of them. I can assure you of that. There's a whole other realm going on. Partner, I've been going down some rabbit holes, jotting some notes about a TTL NFT. Who the hell knows? There's a lot of utility we could offer our fans if they wanted to buy into a little project. I don't know, partner. This whole world is crazy. Web3 is bananas. I'm bananas for jumping into it as deep as I have, but I absolutely love every second of it. If you got any questions, just ask me. That's all I know. I wrote down to Central Land because we talked about Ready Player One. I just wanted to mention it. So no, hundred percent. More people I need to hop in, man. Yeah, more people need to hop in, man. I'm telling you, it is an absolute blast, and and it takes do your own research, take some time, do some stuff, but you need kind of pointed in a, a direction to check it out for sure. Uh, I got you back. Don't you worry. So there you go. There you have it. Shout out my brew crew too, as well. If any of you tuning in here today. Uh, outside of that, partner. Um. Nothing else I got major here. I got a couple of TTL announcements, but anything else uh, you got on your end of the world? Lovey Smith back in the NFL, question mark? Quite possibly. Quite possibly. The old Josh Houston Patel? Texans, huh? Mm. Looks like it, man. I mean, that's still – I don't know. I'm Now I'm seeing B-Flow's uh, name being mentioned in these circles, man. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Lovey Smith, like – 
he's got more credibility than David Cully, but doesn't that just kind of seem like a instead of a one year deal, that kind of seems like a two three year deal, like not quite a total dumpster fire team here same for thing. the next year, but still thing. pretty rebuilding. Like get us a little legitimacy in Lovey Smith type of deal. Like he ain't. I live through Lovey Smith. No land. I live through Lovey Smith as a Chicago Bears fan. Mm-hmm. Then live through him as a University of Fighting Illini fan, college football. <laughs> And then now he's going to come back to – no, he no, 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 no. Cool. Do do what you got to do, Texans, but you are going to be a dumpster fire for the foreseeable future. Who knows? If they still haven't shook out the whole Deshaun Watson stuff. Josh McCown might be the starter out of nowhere next year. Like, I don't know what's all going to be happening, Mag. So, I, hey, that would just be the uh, proverbial gas or kerosene, diesel fuel, whatever you will, on top of that dumpster fire right now. So, hey, let it burn down there in Houston. Who cares? <laughs> Honestly, though, dude, I mean, like, why wouldn't you go to, like, a young coach? Uh, you slipped up a little bit there. I said Josh McCown might start. I think you meant Davis Mills uh, for sure as far as QB. Josh McCown. No, I said Josh McCown. People have been talking about he might get the starting job. Like, like, and then also he might also go into the coaching. Like, they don't know what the fuck's going on down Seriously? there. Seriously? Yes, bro. There's, like, all types of crazy shit, and he also might then go coaching. Like, they don't know what the fuck's going oh, on down there. I didn't hear any of this quarterbacking it's, it's, stuff. It's, it's oh my all gosh. over the map, dude. It's all over the map. And I could why be— wouldn't you? I, I feel like they should just take a swing at him as coach as far as opposed to Lovey Smith, though, is what I was saying. I i don't know. Last I heard, unless I could be totally off base, last I heard there was still talks of him still slotting in a quarterback. Now, I don't know. Starting, who knows? Not starting Davis Mills. I don't know. Coach, I, I don't know. All I know is it's a mess and a half down in Houston, Texans, or Houston, Texas, and I got no interest in uh, trying to no. figure out what the hell they're doing down there, dude. Um, yeah, I don't even know if we see Deshaun. I like, I don't even know if we see him next year. Like, I, I almost start to feel like he's expired goods at this point. Like, I just, I, <sighs> Who knows, I know he's dude, one of I your favorite players in the entire league, and you hate to see that, but I just, I don't think I he's going to be the same when he comes back. I just, yeah, I, or if, if he does, if he does, exactly. That's the part I'm not trying to try and deduct, dude. Holy yeah, shit, dude. yeah, dude. Uh, okay, well. Outside of that, no uh, no major news on my side of things. Uh, let's see here. Got uh, Wise Words recording today, season two, episode number 10. Uh, that'll be the final episode of season two. Uh, I said at the beginning of the show, but this is uh, the first version two that we're doing. So uh, it'll be featuring a previous guest that we've had on. Um, and this time around, it'll be less of the, hey, who are you? What's your best betting advice? Stuff like that. We're going to talk about current sports and the current markets we're finding uh, value in. So all Super Bowl, Super Bowl props, picks. We'll dive into college basketball. We'll dive into NBA. A little bit of hockey. Of course, we'll get into plenty of rabbit holes. Uh, maybe some life advice, too. I don't know. Now that we're good friends, we've got a great relationship, we can just totally go into any rabbit hole we so well please. So we'll have that up on tap uh, on Wednesday, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, recording that today. That, again, will be the final episode of Season 2. Probably take a week off in between then and then start season three, episode one. Uh, I do believe we got the guest secured for that. So we'll start that uh, two weeks after that. So uh, stay tuned for all those updates, everything in between. Uh, no college basketball blog for me today. We'll be obviously recording wise words. So Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday is when I've officially decided I'll be doing those. So no Monday or Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, just too much on Mondays with the recording and going on uh, mid-market report on Thursdays with Jeff. I talk about it anyway. So there you go with that. Mags might be bringing some golf blog to the airwaves here soon. Not doing too terrible. About break even a little bit better with some of those plus money poly caches here now. So break even record wise, but still up units. So maybe you see that here soon. Who the hell knows? Um, if you want more TTL content, everything in between, stay locked in uh, to our Twitter. 
the daily show or uh, visit this episode's description the talking the line link tree down at the bottom or you can just go to talkingtheline.com for everything ttl crew and beyond all right one more time partner before i get us out of here with some motivation minutes anything else you got my friend no, sir. I got to imagine today's going to be uh, kind of all quiet on the front. And the closer we get to the Super Bowl, I have to imagine there's going to be some type of bomb, not even about the Super Bowl, but some someone's going to try and uh, steal this news away from the Super Bowl in the NFL over the next couple of days is my prediction here. But we got nothing today, though, so far. Generally how it shakes out. Generally yeah. how it shakes out. But I think I think that B-Flow made his move a week too early. So that was like supposed to be the whole hot, the whole hot news here this week. So uh, I don't I mean, maybe that's my prediction. Maybe that's the hot. That's the hot news and we ain't got no other hot news but i don't know maybe something else comes out who knows maybe who's a to certain say? quarterback might try and steal the spotlight who knows i don't know you are way too delusional for yourself my friend i, I you, you gotta where. you gotta stop getting too high and too low with these because then you're gonna start coming on the where. show once he ain't a fucking green bay where. packer and you just my best bets of the day today because Aaron Rodgers is no longer my quarterback, and I just am so depressed about life, and I'm going to be a losing football club for the next 10 years. It's so stupid. I don't need it, dude. I don't need it. We, 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 we no, don't we need it. have it. I think you're delusional as all hell. I think mm. you're delusional, my man. I think he's going to retire before he comes back to Green Bay or goes mm. anywhere else. There's no reason. There's no reason. You guys aren't going back to the Super Bowl. If you didn't do it the last three fucking years, you guys aren't going to do it. There's no more. One more okay, time. One Believe more time. That. You're just you just want one more time. It's all good. You just want one more time as a delusional fan. That's that delusional Green Bay Packers fan. Look, you get every single time we start talking about your Packers, your Aaron Rodgers. Oh, it's this year, dude. We're going back. I, look, p- timestamp this bitch right now. September the 7th, 2022. I guarantee you, you're on top of the moon saying the Packers are going to the Super Bowl and they're going to run it out. Aaron Rodgers is back on top and then you're going to lose it in the friggin' NFC Championship game once again. Hey, I'll take that alternative as to what uh, you deal with on a yearly basis, my friend. Hey, it's fine. You can keep doing that all you want, but you'll have to deal with Jordan Love's in the shit stick of an organization after, uh, you know, all the money that's in one location has to be figured out to allocate it to actually bring in good talent, not just, oh, we'll we'll slot this guy in, maybe he'll slot in, and oh, we don't have a quarterback that can actually throw balls anymore, so, oh no, man, what do we do? Oh no. Oh, bottom of the NFC North. Sucky darn. Shucky darn. Shucky darn. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It sounds like it's a bad time to be a Green Bay Packers fan, but, uh, oh, shit. Whoa, I can hear him now. Damn, I hear Packers fans screaming off in the distance. There must have mm. been some bad news come out today. Who knows? Going on yeah. the north, huh? I can't wait. I can't wait until this news comes out today, and it just absolutely obliterates that look off of your too, face. Huh? Like, I, no, this week, who cares? I can't wait, dude, because you are going to be so low. Like, you are, like, dude, you are just so delusional about this. Like, you, you, uh, so 0% chance for the of last five years. For, for the last five years. No, there's no 0% chance. I don't give a shit how many fucking percent chance there is. You've been delusional like this for the last fucking decade, and there ain't been a Super Bowl in the last decade. Had a lot tired of, of seeing that look as a Bears here. fan. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it, I, damn it. I think you just see next year, the two times a year, maybe, yeah, maybe the Bears will be a little bit better, and then they come uh, a couple, ah, yeah, it's, couple <laughs> two times meeting and uh, ruins your damn season. I think I, I see I'm deep done. down what I'm you done. got going on. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I cannot wait until your Packers suck, and I can. I don't have to see that stupid, smart-ass look on your face anymore when we talk about fucking Aaron Rodgers in the stupid cheese land. I hate that team so much. Gosh. It makes my blood boil. 
Oh, actually, legitimate fuck. news about that fucking team. Uh, Mr. Rich Bisaccia is coming to town as a special oh, fuck teams yeah. coordinator, hey, baby. At, le- at least somebody will fix your fucking special teams. If nothing else, your whole team will be shit, but you have a good special teams. If nothing else. Oh, Lord have mercy. Hey, just okay. a little improvement. We'll be all right. I hate the Packers so much. I don't hate you, but I hate the Packers a lot. A lot. A lot. Okay, I digress. Uh, that's all. That does it for me. Anything else besides Packers news that we can? Anything else you need? I I I, I hesitate to ask, but anything else you got besides stupid Packers news? No, no, I got nothing. Okay, terrific. <laughs> then, with that being said, my friends, it's time to put away the knives, put away the pitchforks, the torches, whatever we got. Bring it back to us a little bit. Spread some positivity, spread some good vibes with my motivation minutes. All right, my friends. Um, first of the two John Wooden quotes of the week. Um, this one is short and sweet, pretty simple. I talk about this a lot. Um, been talking about it a lot recently as far as this present moment being a gift and the future not really mattering, the, the present not really, or the past not really mattering. And uh, today's quote of the day from the legendary John Wooden Today is the only day. Yesterday is gone. Today is the only day. Yesterday is gone. And I mean, I there's really not much more I need to add to that, my friends. I talk about it all the time, and I'll say it again. I mean, yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery, but today's a gift, and that's why they call it the present. And really, the only thing you have control over is that the next one. That's all you got. The next one and the next step. That's about it. The next moment. Stop worrying about the next minute, the next hour, the next 30 hours, 24 hours, week, month, year. Who cares? Because I guarantee you, and it's something I had to come to terms with, is that the umpteen million different scenarios that you can play out in your head about tomorrow, next week, next year, whatever the case might be, generally will not even be close to how it shakes out at all. And I'm actually currently living through one of those moments here right at this current present moment. And I can promise you, my friends, the more that you just worry about today and you worry about getting you right, getting the outside or the inside right and the outside, allowing it to follow along, the more you just worry about that, the more everything just starts to kind of clip and put itself into place. And, and the more you worry about what other people think or what other people might be doing tomorrow or, or whatever the case might be, it just it clutters everything up and it just makes it, it makes today even more messy. And, and you know, I, to, um, to kind of quote a Bible verse, I, I can't think of off the top of my head what the, what the verse is, but um, uh, don't, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow um, has its own worries. Today has enough problems of its own. And that's so true. Today has enough of its own problems. Don't add on tomorrow's problems and the next year's problems and yesterday's problems. And then all of a sudden you're spinning on all these problems. And then you got the real problems for today in your lap. And then you're all over the map and your ears are about to pop off and your eyeballs are shooting out of your head and your brain's oozing out of your nose. You don't need that. You don't need that in your life. Take, take some time. Relax. Slow down. Just worry about today and only today. So I don't waste a whole bunch more hot breath. It's pretty straightforward, pretty simple. Today is the only day. Yesterday is gone. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. I'd say that's a pretty good uh, good quote to start off the week, my friend. 
today's the only day. Yesterday is gone. You better believe it, dude. Uh, well, hey, I guess you ain't got no uh, major feedback, so there you go. There you have it. My motivation minutes it. of the day. <laughs> uh outside of that dude i got nothing else major here 28 minutes after the top of the hour i was doing uh one final little flick through to see if we got anything major here nope looks like everything is a uh, good working order any news you're seeing on your side of the screen partner uh let's see the cubs are in talks to launch a direct to fan streaming service for 18 dollars a month huh it's because they can't get fans in the damn fucking stupid-ass rickets. It's because they can't get fi- fans in the fucking stadium, dude. First they do marquee, and now we're going to do a direct-to-fan streaming service. SMID, dude. SMID. They got a lot of big old money projects going on over yeah. there, man. Big I, old yeah. money projects for sure that seem to be doing a whole lot of nada. That seem to be just fucking lining pockets of other people instead of putting a fucking product on the field. Yeah. Hey, let's 100%. make it another 108 years. Yeehaw! It's real. It's real great as a fan, you know. It's great to see as a fan for sure. Hundred percent. I mean, they're at least putting themselves in a spot where like they can't cry poor as far as the when they're as far as the what yeah. we're talking about as far as putting oh, products on the table. Hundred percent. And when it comes to round to the time where everybody's bashing Ricketts head in, come free agency. Oh, I'm not going to spend them. Oh, what about that new sports book you just built on top of Wrigley yeah, Field? How about that? What's up with that? What's where's all the money for that thing going? Why don't we get some? Yeah, I don't. I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole because I've already thought about it. And I'm just. Let's get our damn season online so we can yeah. actually figure out if they're going to yeah, spend some money. Are we, for the first are we place. even? Yeah, are we even going to have MLB, or is that is that not going to be a non-existent thing? I don't know what's even going to go on on that front too. So, it's a wild time to be a sports fan, my friend, as it always is. But uh, most importantly, the fan of the MLB, because oh boy, who knows if we'll even? It's still no spring training from the way everything's shaking out, right? I was just hearing stuff that said, like, chances are, like, we're going to get pushback on just about everything, at least a little bit. That's the last thing I heard. Hopefully that's, like, Yikes. more threatening type stuff so they get their shit together as opposed hope. to reality. I don't know. I would hope, but we will have to wait and see. Um, I can't uh, give you any official information, so we'll see what the hell happens. We'll follow it, and hopefully we'll uh, be ready to go by pitchers and catchers because, boy, oh, boy, am I ready to get my lick back on MLB. I'm ready. Not to only that, but the next back. five years of Cubs Sox baseball, I, in my opinion, are going to be fucking legit. Yeah, I'm pretty doggone excited. I'm pretty doggone excited for the old Windy City. What's happening, man? Especially, even like going to a Sox game. As much as I hate the Sox, like dude, going going to guaranteed rate and just being in that environment, like I just oh, I can't wait to go back to a game. I can't wait to go 100%. back to a game. Hundred percent. All right, before we get down any more MLB rabbit holes or any other stuff, there you go, there you have it. That sure seems like an episode of the TTL Pod here today, my friend. So without further ado. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, for myself and Mags. Thank you guys so much once again for choosing to stop by episode 218 of the TTL pod and every episode that you decide to stop by for that matter. Again, thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts for your views, your likes, your follows, your shares, your subscriptions, your retweets, your comments, everything in between. It has afforded us some amazing opportunities and allowing us to uh, continue to send this TTL rocket ship straight to the moon. And then after that, to Saturn, then Uranus, then Pluto. And who knows where the hell after that, we're going all the way around the damn Milky Way, baby. That was the plan from the jump. And we are finally going out of the damn atmosphere. But it's because of each and every one of you. So thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing it with us. And thank you for allowing a couple of goobers to talk some bets and dive into some rabbit holes with you on the daily. But for now... We hope you have a spectacular rest of 
your Monday, unless you have any other plans. Make sure you get all of today's best bets of the day locked in from the TTL crew so you can stay right with us at the end of every single show. Let's cash some tickets.